Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, taking a look at markets, we've got green on the screen, but just barely stocks up overnight, resuming their November rally as we got comments from a Federal Reserve official raising hope that the central bank may not need to raise interest rates further. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 80 points or 0.2%, closing at 35,417. The S&P 500 slightly higher by 0.1% to 4,555. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq, the outperformer of sorts, up 0.3%, closing at 14,282. For more insights, we're joined by Matt Maley. He's the Chief Market Strategist at Militar Bank. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing? today. Good, how are you? I'm doing great as well. Of course, you're joining us from Boston and you're tracking the markets very closely. We did get some comments from Fed Governor Christopher Waller expressing confidence that the current policy settings are well positioned to slow the economy and bring inflation back to 2%. It did seem like markets got lifted by the comments. What do you read into what he's saying? It definitely uh, helped the uh, bond market rally a little bit in terms of price, which, of course, that took uh, yields uh, down a little bit lower. And, uh, you know, this just get more confirmation that the, I think that goes into the consensus that people think that the Fed has stopped raising rates. I would say, though, it was kind of interesting that the, the, bond, the stock market only rallied very, very slightly. Mm. Uh, and that's the second day in a row where yield, uh, bond yields have gone down and the stock market really hasn't done much. So it seems like after this big run we've had in November, uh, uh, the market may want to take a little bit of a breather here, uh, which, which would not be a big deal. It's been a great rally and it's getting a little overbought. Yeah, it does look like we've got green on screen, but not a lot of conviction behind the moves. So this is also ahead of the FOMC meeting coming up in about two weeks' time. What's your expectations on what is going to be announced? Uh, are we looking at a bit of a slowdown and what's going to be happening next year? How high will rates be and for how long? Yeah, that's going to be uh, in two weeks' time. That's going to be very interesting. We also get this Friday where Chairman Powell, Fed Chairman Powell, will be speaking at a roundtable discussion. So uh, we'll get some more feedback from that as well. And, of course, between now and then, between now and the, and the new, next Fed meeting, we also get uh, the next employment report, uh, which will be very mm. important to uh, what the Fed does. So uh, that's going to tell us a lot about what the Fed's going to do. I, th- I think they're really the, – the one thing, though, is that, you know, are they going to start hinting toward rate cuts or are they going to stick with this higher for longer uh, thing? I think everybody's assuming they're not going to be – they're done raising rates. But whether they're going to cut soon, sooner rather than later, that's the big question now. All right, so we'll see what data we get. So in that sense, a bit data dependent. All right, the other thing that's been moving markets has been the big tech names, the Magnificent Seven. So they've been lifting markets for a good part of the year. What's your take on where things go from here? Are we going to see a bit of a rally towards the end of the year? Well, we certainly could. The momentum remains very, very strong. Uh, but they've seen these huge rallies over the last, you know, all year long, but over the last month in particular. And on a technical basis, they're getting overbought. So, and they're getting quite expensive. Uh, their valuation levels on most of these big names like Microsoft and Apple are back near uh, the levels we saw this past uh, at the summer highs. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that, uh, you know, they, we could see uh, some sideways movement, movement or even a pullback in these names uh, over the near term. And uh, therefore, we're going to have to rely on some, you know, some of the smaller names, maybe some of the smaller 
ball cap name uh, to do the the heavy lifting uh, if we're going to have a year in uh, a further year in rally. All right. Hopefully, the rally broadens out to the smaller stocks, and I suppose you could look for gems in the space. And look at the energy space. That's in focus as we see the OPEC Plus meeting get underway. We were expected to get that meeting over the weekend, but it was pushed back because of apparently disputes over quotas. What is this going to be in terms of impact for the energy space and, of course, oil prices? Well, that's going to be very important because, uh, you know, obviously oil prices have come down. Uh, I had turned uh, cautious on a short-term basis in, on, the, on, on the energy stocks about, uh, well, about two months ago, back in, in September. And that got worked out very well. But since then, oil prices have come down 20%. And uh, so I think it's, it's getting to a point now where, where OPEC, especially the Saudis, uh, are looking to stabilize prices and uh, so I think your downside is limited now. Um, you know, we, we do look at the 200-week moving average on a technical basis. That's just above $70 on West Texas Intermediate Oil. It's bounced off that level seven different times this year. So I think that kind of leads you to the most I – mean, we could see a little bit more downside, but it should be somewhat limited. So I think it's a time where uh, I'm turning less cautious. Uh, I'm turning more – I should say I'm, I'm turning bullish again on these energy sectors. And I think uh, the next week or two should be a good one uh, to accumulate these names or add to positions once again for a nice ride next year. Mm. Where does the demand picture come in for you? Um, are we going to see that being supported with the recovery in the economy? Well, I think it's mostly going to come from the, on the supply end because because the economy is still showing some signs of slowing, and uh, here in the U.S. especially, and it's you know even if we don't have a recession, it, things are still slowing down, and and uh, even though the the consumer, we've seen a lot of good numbers on the retail side with the holiday selling season, but the consumer is still you know getting stretched a little bit with you know we see these high levels of uh, credit card debt mm. and credit card delinquencies are starting to rise, so um, I'm worried that things aren't going to be overly robust next year. It doesn't mean we'll have a recession. So I think it'll become more from uh, the supply uh, uh, constraints that OPEC and the Saudis uh, put on crude oil. Yeah, still question marks over where the economy is going next year. And we've seen to some extent consumers cutting back because of the cost of living pressures and also cutting back when it comes to housing because of high interest rates. What's mean, what that mean for the property sector for you, Matt? Yeah, this is going to be very, very important as we go through the end of the year and into next year, these, these housing stocks. I mean, you know, interest rates have come down a little bit, and that means mortgage rates have come down, but they're still way above where they were last spring. And so uh, so I'm going to be watching to see if, if, if those mortgage rates can come down a little bit more and, and help the, uh, the big bounce back in these housing stocks and these home builders that have taken place over the last month. If that can continue... That's going to be bullish if, however, uh, you know, after things settle down, uh, the housing industry start, uh, continues to slow. That's going to be a big warning flag for the economy. So it's going to be a key bellwether over the next two months. All right. And just to wrap things up, we had the Cyber Monday and Black Friday sales data come in. It did seem like we got better numbers than the year before. What do you read into the retail sentiment right now? Are we going to see this stretch out for the entire holiday season or is this just going to be one-off for this Black Friday sales uh, period? Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, so right now, I mean, the, the, the thing is the energy, sorry, the employment picture still looks strong. So, I mean, people still seem to be willing to, to buy, even if they have to go onto their credit card to uh, mm. pay for it, they're, they're less worried about that because they still have a job. If we start to see the uh, job market uh, soften up, uh, that's going to have a negative impact. So, uh, uh, again, we get that employment number comes out a week from Friday. So, everybody, uh, I'll be watching that very closely. And I think uh, all of the mar- market participants will be doing the same. All right. We'll see if we get that Santa Claus rally end of the year. Let me tell you, Matt Maley, he's the chief market strategist at Militant Back. Matt, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Have a great
great night. Have a great, a great day. I'm sorry. <laughs> have a great day for you as well. Thanks for your time. <laughs> it's night <nice> for me. <laughs> All right, we've been chatting with Matt Mainly, okay. He's the chief market strategist at Military Back. Save Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.